I'm Tom Henley, and this is Saga. This is the rock and roll story I'd wager you've never heard of. This isn't a story of death at 27, or the story of overdosing in some dive bar, or throwing a TV out of the window of a hotel room that has been trashed to oblivion. This is the story of the Plomons, the first female rock group in Sweden, and they did it their way. I took the train out to Huvudstad, a suburb of Stockholm, to meet two of the founding members. My name is Eva Solberg. I play the bass guitar. My name is Eva Krung Bisenius, and I play the drums. So yeah, two Evas. This could get a little confusing, but please stay with me. It's worth it, I promise. I asked Eva Solberg why they were called the Plomons in the first place. Plomons, by the way, is Swedish for the plums. Uh, one of my cousins, when he he's a bit retarded, and he uh, called me. He he said that I looked like my face looked like a, a prune. And people thought it was a fun, so I, I was called uh, Plumon after that. We just uh, thought it was a funny name. First we have an English name. They were called the Four Bows due to the fact that to add to their saccharine image, each blonde, baby-faced band member wore a bow in their hair. But uh, then it was uh, more exclusive to have a, uh, a Swedish name. It was funny. Every band has an origin story. George Harrison showing Lennon a chord he'd never seen at the back of a bus in Liverpool. Hull and Oates formed a band when the two members met in a lift. Both were seeking refuge from a riot out on the streets. And the Plomman's origin story is no less unique. In fact, it all started out with a little white lie. Me and Maud, who plays the guitar and sings, we were walking in the street because she could she could play some chords on her guitar, and I haven't got a guitar, but my father had one. So I was carrying my father's guitar, and she was carrying hers, and she was going to teach me the chords that he already knew, she already knew. Uh, and then we met a reporter from the local press, and he asked, do you play? Yes, say, Maud said, <laughs> we have a band. Oh, he said, and I'm going to have you in the next number as the band of the week. 
All right, we said. And then we called, we understood that we had to be four in a band. So we called Eva Krum, who already played the piano, and another friend who didn't play anything, just for the picture in the in the newspaper. It was a, it was a joke or a lie. Uh, and uh, it was published, and people started to call us up uh, to ring, uh, do, do you want to come here and play, and things like that. But we couldn't play, so we had to learn. And, and first we said, uh, we are full booked and I was sent to a drum teacher to, to, to learn to drum very fast but, but I said no it, it must go quickly because we have a we are going to play to participate in a competition yes. at Nalen a big place in Stockholm in two weeks yes. So have to hurry, she said to the teacher. And uh, he teached me like that. And still is the same comp on every song. So, in 1965, they played their first concert, born out of a lie, a joke. It was the competition at Nolan, and the, f the first time we played, and we had a, had a big audience and there were some people from the press and they wrote about it and managers came and asked, can I be your, your manager? I'm going to fix some jobs and things like that. Many managers came, many, yes. many managers. We yeah. were the only girls, a girl group in Sweden. It was fantastic and sweet. We were so sweet. And there they were in front of hundreds of people playing in a kind of battle of the bands at Nalen, a huge event. I wondered if they were nervous. We were not nervous, so nervous. No, a little of course, but everyone were very uh, kind to us. Uh, there were other well-known groups like um, uh, Björn Schiffs. I just couldn't get you out of my mind I thought you know I have been blind but we hadn't we hadn't got electrical instrument at that uh, instruments at that time okay. so we had to borrow from uh, other people there other musicians and mm -hmm. that that was a bit um, scary because uh, I I used my father's guitar I just took off two strings so it was a bit strange to to play on a real bass guitar <laughs> so and you hadn't any done when we practiced at uh, Plumont's father's shop photoshop uh, i had boxes for shoes just imagine that before that night the night of their first concert eva had been practicing on shoe boxes and there she was slamming the drums and these huge booms that sounded nothing like cardboard started echoing out into the crowd. Incredible. 
And then, as if Nalien wasn't big enough, they played Grönerlund. You may not have heard of Grönerlund, but it's an institution here in Stockholm. It's an amusement park, but it also puts on concerts, many of which have gone down as legendary, such as the Jimi Hendrix concert. I mean, if you meet a Swede who was alive at that time, it's kind of like the equivalent of asking, where were you when Kennedy was shot? In Sweden, it is often, where were you when Hendrix played Grönerlund? So yeah, next stop, Grönerlund. We played two songs in a pop-hip show every evening. We, we, just, uh, we just played and had fun, but our parents didn't like it because uh, we, we were at school. We two yes. went to school. But 64, we had seen be- the Beatles. And, and, and they the inspired year... us. And um, one year later, we played on the same stage and we were four band to the who that's right the plumans had their biggest gig so far supporting the who and uh, roger daltrey didn't come in in uh, the right time he took another flight, so that we must do uh, one more song. And then he came, he had a whiskey bottle in the pocket here, and he took it out and uh, drank all in uh, uh, some seconds. <laughs> uh, and then down, and we have, uh, we changed clothes in the same room as uh, the, the who, <laughs> but uh, we, we we thought they were so s- small and with with uh, short legs and big heads. They destroyed their instruments. Yes, and we don't didn't like that. But the who were not the only rock group at the time that the Plumans were hanging out with. Eva and Eva remember a party at a castle with. The, the Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. Hello, babies. Mick Jagger lay in an armchair mm-hmm. with the head down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian Jones came. Hello. No, he, he asked me, have you had your breakfast yet? And this was in, in the evening. So they were dragged, of course. That's amazing. <laughs> have you had your breakfast yet? <laughs> well, and I will there were find only well-known people on that party. Oh, statues in the garden. Photographers and uh, artists and uh, yes. people like that. So we danced there and uh, this uh, this man, photographer, he came to me. You are tall, you are thin. Carrie Lash. Carrie Lash. Uh, I will fo- photograph you. And I was uh, a seven years model. We got tired of it after two and a half years. We too, we wanted to go to the university and the other ones wanted to, to go abroad. The discotheques came and things like that. So a lot of bands uh, 
had to, to stop playing. The rest of the band were not yet done with the plomons. They wanted to go to, to Morocco first and then they went to Las Vegas and uh, Mexico and uh, stayed there for, for two years and uh, played and we um, wouldn't want we to do that. We didn't want that. So they, 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 it was Modan, Mod from, from Plumons and then some other girls and uh, they called themselves Sunny Girls. Mm-hmm. And then we started again in 85. And Eva and Eva and the rest of the band are still playing today. You can often catch them in Stockholm playing revival concerts for bands from the 60s. I wondered what was different now, nearly 50 years on, from their first crazy concert when they'd been playing on shoeboxes and had to take away two strings of an acoustic guitar to reproduce a bass guitar. What was different now? Before, we were sweet and played not so good. Now, we are a little bit less sweet (laughs) and and we play much better. We practice every week. So, as you can hear, the story of the Plomons has not yet ended. Just a quick note on today's episode. I want this to become a kind of regular feature for Saga. Every now and then I'm going to dedicate an entire little mini-episode to a great Swedish band you may not have heard of, and we will hear their story together. But for now, as always, join me next time for more Saga. And to sing us out, here is the Plomons with their own song, Last Train to Liverpool, from 1965. Manchester Station You were my new inspiration It was a foggy and cold night Someone turned up the only light And I know I had to miss Set him free Should I go home